Hello, hello. So I have arrived in San Diego. So this is going to be a little San Diego special when it comes to our highlight shows this week. And we're definitely, you're going to notice ramping up the amount of episodes I'm doing in the highlight show because the, the relaunch, the season two is imminent and I want to get some of the best ones from season one out to you. So following on from AJ Roberts, we now have his partner in crime, Simon Lovell here. And he, since we spoke, he has just moved to America like myself, but he's moved to San Diego. So it's perfect. Enjoy this one. We touch on the power of coaches and mentors and that accountability and action. Which brings us to this point in evolution. AYAlpha.com Your expedition leader on this journey is my good friend, Adam Lewis Walker, whose mission is to discover those people who have managed to awaken their alpha, leading a life without limits. I've got a really good one here for you today, guys. This is Simon, Simon Lovell in Bath, UK, and a little bit of background about him. He is originally the man who produced the Lunchbox Diet, and this was um, a little ebook that he managed to turn into um, a £120,000 publishing deal, and he's appeared on BBC, Sky, um, all over the place, and he has now moved on from that, and he is the man when it comes to marketing sales. He likes Schwarzenegger, so that's already a good thing, um, and really, time to ask you, Simon, are you ready to awaken your alpha? I am ready to awaken the alpha to whatever level it needs to be awakened to today. I've had my coffee, so I think that definitely plays a role in how much you awaken yourself in the morning and your alpha, of course. So (laughs) That's a very good answer. Can you add on to that and tell us a little bit about what you're up to on a day-to-day basis and a little bit of background about you? I kind of have that story of the overweight, bullied teenager. My school years weren't very good. Um, I was kind of bullied at school. A, uh, a certain incident at school was was not fantastic for me. But I look back at that and uh, I actually, I think it was actually a, a positive, even though it was a horrible, horrible time for me, it was actually a positive because it, it steered me into a different direction, which actually I think got me into becoming an entrepreneur. So actually I... I spent my my school years putting together little fanzines when I was uh, on the Commodore 64. Went on to games magazines. That was my passion, playing video games. And so um, I pestered my way into um, a job with Games World magazine. If you remember that, that kind of started me in the publishing industry. And then I uh, ran my own business, ran my own publishing business at that flopped and then just carried on and uh, actually tried to get into the police a number of times that didn't work out I was stressed out I was uh, I was temping in this uh, and actually it was in Bath I was temping for a business um, and I just cannot be uh, the, the guy that is employed I'm unemployable um, and, um, and that, that that will stay that way for the rest of my life and so Good what man. happened what happened then was right something needs to change what am I passionate about and what would ha- what happened was uh, someone took me under their wing and got me training in the gym and I was like I really love to train and so um I became a personal trainer and I signed up about seven clients in my first week just through pure excitement and uh, it all kind of snowballed really I, I just made that decision to a leader in the industry and help people lose weight and I wanted to share my rest message I wanted to share my me- message with the rest of the world so I produced a a short ebook based on the results I was getting that got picked up by Elle magazine. I then uh, 
put that on uh, and generated a lot of revenue from that, then built a digital product suite from that. I did very well as a personal trainer, was never short of, short of clients. And then basically to cut the long story short, I've now transitioned into uh, coaching fit pros on how to make more money. Can you give us a quote that you like to live by that you think is awesome or resonates with you? Um, all positive change comes from outside your comfort zone. So if I'm not pushing myself on a daily basis, then I know that I'm not growing. All the the growth, be it my income or me personally throughout my life, has been from decisions that I've made that have been difficult. And so most people live in this comfort and they're wondering why they're not moving forward. Yet if they look back to all the growth that they've had, they'll see that that has come from small decisions that we've made that at some point were uncomfortable. So we need to look and find and feel in our bodies, where is that resistance? And when you get that level of resistance, you know that it's time to step over. Yes, you need to make calculated risks and some, you know, some decisions we make turn out not to be the right ones, but I go with my gut and um, I know that if I'm getting some level of resistance, I know that that's the sign for me to push forward. Brilliant answer. And I think I liked about that was, like you said, daily, if you're not pushing yourself daily, and that's something I found a change for myself is, it's not these massive acts once in a blue moon. It's the daily improvements and pursuit of the little habits as well. If we're talking about income, and we're talking about income at the moment, if uh, when most people are at the end of the month, they're looking at their, their bank balance and they're comfortable. Those that are successful are looking at, at the end of the month going, how do I push myself now to that extra level so I set the thermostat of my income higher so that next month I'm growing? Where most people, isn't it crazy that they're sat at the same income level every single month? And that's because they're in a state of comfort. So I'm constantly going, how do I push? And that sets a new bar for me. And when you set a new bar, you don't want to go lower again. One thing that I really had an issue with being a sort of a, coming from a sports background and then I got into a teaching job, it was the lack of performance-related pay. It was just like, it would drive me insane. The fact if I went in and was just the best teacher ever and just smashing out of the park. Obviously I got the benefits of good lessons and the, the reward in the students and stuff. That was fine. But it really got to me the fact that I could see around me useless teachers, people who couldn't be asked in the slightest horrible lessons. And then someone who's just smashing it out of the park, performing, just progressing all the time. And they both got the same result. And that really just ate away at me. And I could not stand that aspect of it. I just want to lead into our awakened question. When did it all start to change for you? What was like your aha moment or moments and what finally awakened you? That is a really, really good question. I think probably the moment that I decided not to be employed and shift to being self-employed was the moment that I, the shift for me was that it's, I'm going to create my own destiny. I, um, it's up to me how I want my life to shape out. That decision to become self-employed and 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 just move into that realm of look i'm i can i'm gonna earn whatever i want to earn i'm gonna do whatever i want to do um and of course there's been other shifts in in you know hiring different mentors and creating different products and serving different communities but but once you're self-employed it's really your decision on, on what path you want to take just those looking back at the small decisions that we make uh, if you've seen that film sliding doors it, your life can take a very different path from a key decision that you make and so one of my biggest tips is 
the, the speed of implementation once you've got an idea is another key to success. So how fast you action something when you learn it. So a lot of people listen to podcasts, they go on webinars, they watch YouTube videos. And so what they do is they just make a few notes and then it just stays as a note. What I do is make a list of action sets and I'm like, I, I need to action these as quickly as possible. I mean, he doesn't need any more bigging up, but talking about speed of implementation, I'm going to mention Paul Moore when it comes to his po his podcast. We both did a very similar sort of training around the same sort of time, and I know we're both on it. And that's one thing I've noticed about very successful people is the speed of implementation because literally, and within one week, maybe two, his podcast was pretty much out after that. Speed of implementation is huge because even if it doesn't work, they're on to the next thing and that will probably work as well. There's no fat. I mean, people need to shift the word failure into data because yeah. failure is just a feedback that something hasn't worked. Therefore, we just need to change it. And so actually Tony talks about this, which is most people go five rungs on the ladder walking up to success, but they turn around on step four. Completely. What would you say? I mean, we've, we've talked about loads of potential mistakes here. What would you say is your biggest mistake, either professionally or personally, that you've made? Not hiring mentors fast enough. Find someone that is where you want to be, hire them. It's like playing video games, right? Going back to when I was a youngster and when we were, when we were all kind of playing video games. I know some people listening probably still play video games, but, you know, <laughs> what's the, the difference between when a, a kid plays a game and an, and an adult comes along and they want to play that game and then they never win, right? Yet they might still be good technically. And it's because the child has spent time seeing where the baddies are. And so when you hire a mentor, you're actually investing in someone that's invested a crap load in themselves over the years they've seen a load of mistakes and so actually the cost of investing in them versus what you're going to lose out if you don't hire them over the course of a year is huge completely agree and I, and it's, I, and it's I have, coming up time and time again and i have mentors in all areas of my life people think that they should look for the cheapest we're actually oh no <laughs> if you if you find someone of course you've got to hire a mentor that's obviously excelled in the area that you want to hire them in but understand that if you invest at a low level, you're only going to be committed to the level in which you invest. And so a recent story of this was I, um, I actually got out of shape and I was like, this is just incongruent. You know, I'm helping fit pros, yet I'm out of shape. So I actually rehired one of my clients. And uh, <laughs> here's the thing, when you, when, you, when you rehire one of your clients... You've trained him up. I've trained Oops. him to charge a lot. <laughs> so, so what happened was is that he, uh, I actually thought that he was going to charge me half of what he threw out as a cost. And, uh, and then, of course, I couldn't, uh, couldn't argue or, 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 get him to <laughs> split, awesome. or get him to split it up into payments because I would, wouldn't have been in, con con in congruency with what I offered. So I paid double what I uh, expected to, but I was happy about it. Why? Because the extra... Uh, money that I invested um, made sure that I had skin in the game. Most people arrive at a personal train because they haven't been committed up until then. Being just going about their day-to-day -day business, probably investing in low-end stuff all the time and just wondering where the magic next magic pill is coming from. Yeah. So I, I get my clients to charge a lot and, and I charge a lot. Definitely. The frustrating thing about that as well is all these little payments people make that are just crap and not going to get them anywhere. When you add them all up, just, you know, just invest if you want to change. It's, well, I yeah. mean, if you invest in a mentor versus, I mean, I spent years, I, I downloaded illegal stuff online. <laughs> I went, I, you know, I, I'll admit it. Like I was just searching and searching and I have tens of thousands of pounds worth of stuff on the hard drives. And guess what? I was broke. Why? Because it's not about the information. 
Okay, there's no shortage of information out there. There's no short. There's there's podcasts. There's there's YouTube video. There's articles. There's how many how many ways do we think that there are to become a millionaire on the internet? But why are so few at that level? It's because it's not about the information. It's about the action of it and being being held accountable and committing. And that comes from making an investment. Completely. I mean, you talked about the price of things. Well, I absolutely ruined my knee a couple of years back. Do you think I was going for the cheapest knee, knee guy, or not even doctor or surgeon? I was looking for the knee specialist, the best one, pretty much the most expensive one, because you only get one knee, and you don't want to go cheap on that. It's the same for your body, your mindset, and your finances. You really, it's important. We're going to change up the pace here. This is the yin-yang round, Simon. So here, I'm just going to hit you I'm up loving, with some... I'm loving these little kind of names for different parts of the show. <laughs> Why, thank you. On, fit, on fitpreneurs, I'm going to have to add in some crazy little things. Do it, do it. P90X or insanity? Insanity. Beer or wine? Wine. Fill in the blank for me here. If I was ever to visit Bath, I should? Um, go to the Therm Spa, which is um, a rooftop pool, and you can overlook the city, and it's oh. uh, awesome to take a, a, a partner or just go for a chill out. I do that on a regular basis. So oh. you can, there's a, there's a spa at the top, and you just go, there's like pools below, but then you go up, and it's all natural. You just sit there about six, seven o'clock in the evening, and the sun sets, so you look over Bath. Something you wanted to talk about that you think would be useful to the guys and potentially girls listening to this podcast. Yeah, so I'll tell this story because um, it's really powerful and it, it was actually a really big shift for me just at the back end of last year. I'm always setting targets for myself and I'm always setting goals. At the back end of last year, I hit three big goals for me. Pay off a load of debt, which I was just hanging on to, which I didn't need to. Um, get a new car, which I wanted, and also to move into a new place. And um, you still got the Porsche? Yes. That, yeah, lovely. <laughs> yes. So, well, I only got that a couple of months ago, so it's not been written off yet. Um, <laughs> but then what happened is I got comfortable. I'm not moving at the pace that I should be moving at. You know, everyone can uh, associate with that. So I went over to San Diego to see my friend AJ. Uh, we run the Fitpreneurs podcast, thefitpreneurs.com. And AJ was like, what's up? And he said, and I said, I'm just kind of not at the level of which I should be. Like, I'm just not back into momentum again. And he's like, right, let's go down to La Jolla and let's, let's go and get you a watch. I'm like, I don't want a watch. I've got a watch. And he's like, just, just go down to the shops. And just, let's just went in there and uh, the guy started putting out a couple of nice watches, but, you know, nothing I really liked. And then actually got it in my hand now. He pulled out this one watch and had all diamonds around the edge. And I'm like, I want it. <laughs> I want it, right? And I was like, this is going to be expensive. But by the way, I'm going to give the, the cost of the watch, but it's, it doesn't matter what the, the cost of the item yeah. is. It's about the lesson, right? I said, how much is it? And he said, $12,000. And I was like, okay, I, I want it. And so the first lesson there is desire. You've got to really yeah. want something. It's got to be clear in your head that I want that. And then I was like, okay, I could have bought it there and then, but I was like, no, I'll set it as a target. And he said, well, it's $10,000 if you get it by the end of the week. The next thing was there was a time frame on me getting it. And so I had seven days and the price was going to go up. So it got me into action, right? Desire, time yep. frame. I went out, I earned the money in a few days. I actually found the watch online for half price and banked the rest. Um, <laughs> the, but the real, le that really for me taught me the lesson of setting targets and, and why we start to move into motion. Isn't it crazy that when we need some money through desperation, we can suddenly do what it takes to make it? Why aren't we constantly doing that and moving our businesses up and forward and our incomes up to live the life that we want that's where most people sit and so it's i don't like to sit in that place and so 
if someone is saying to me, I'm not where I want to be income wise or lifestyle wise, I simply look at the actions they're taking, what they're, what goals they're setting for themselves and whether they're really clear in their mind that they can get it. Because truth be told, anyone can get anything that they want. What stops most people is fear, fear of rejection, fear of what will people think of me, fear of what happens if. Yeah. And so once I coach people on that, a lot shifts. And the frustrating thing is, I think people are just sitting on their own pot of gold within themselves and they're thinking they oh. need to go and get this more information, do some more courses. When what they know, they've, they've got their unique selling point right there and they're trying to get someone else's or find someone else's information when they they just got to stick at what their area they've got some area of master and that's what you've got to put out there thank you for enduring my enthusiastic friend awaken your alpha has only just been released into the wild and to help it evolve into a fine beast head over to ayalpha.com getting ready for season two it is imminent it's very close so head over there get fully hooked up the full 40 minute version of this interview which was just pure gold when i edited this literally you got the first 15 18 minutes or so because it's so hard to cut it down it's just all gold head over to there you can get the links there for the itunes for stitches to fully hook be subscribe that really helps our rankings when we're coming back and review the podcast i'd love you to do that and for those again that one two three percent of people who are listening who actually want someone in their corner, want that support, want that coach, want that mentor to show them the way that they can simply, if they decide, if they make that choice to pursue and make 2016 their best year yet, get in contact with me directly and we'll jump on a phone to have a talk and find out what is the best thing for you to do going forward in 2016. Okay. I hope you enjoyed and uh, any support you can send my way with in terms of this podcast coming back, I really appreciate it. Thank you guys.
Thank you, and see you on the next episode.